0: in the fur shed for episode 36 of the Trapping Today podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. It is a beautiful, another beautiful day in northern Maine, having some awesome weather, finally got some rain, Um, beautiful sunny day the last two days, and uh, just uh, lots and lots going on. So this time of year, you know, there's a lot of getting stuff ready, and and, a lot of people are if they're doing anything related to trapping, it's getting gear together. Um, I have a whole lot of other stuff going on, so working on a big building project um, and also just got another nice little piece of equipment for the farm that I've been wanting to get for about five years now. Um, I picked up a, bought a brand new Logging winch for my tractor. This thing, it's a it's a typhoon logging winch. Goes onto the three point hitch of the tractor, and it is going to allow me to much more efficiently harvest wood on my property. So um, there's there's a lot of lumber there. The market is in pretty good shape right now. It's a good time to go and harvest harvest that wood. Uh, and now I have a tool to do it, rather than having to pay somebody to to go and and uh, do it, and, and maybe not do it the way I want it, and and get about less than half the money uh, for for selling the stumpage. So that's kind of uh, what I've been doing. Went down, picked that up, drove about four four and a half hours away to get it. Hate driving. Gotta go into the the big city. Um, downstate, and that was uh, always, it's always frustrating with traffic. Um, It's nothing compared to what a lot of guys deal with, but anyway, I felt good to come back up north last night, and this morning I set it up, and I went out and cut and and yarded about a cord and a half, two cords of wood, and the thing is working awesome. So, Really, really excited about that. But that's not trapping. Sorry. And, uh, you know, sometimes life and other things get in the way of trapping. So uh, just kind of going along and, and trying to do what I can when I can. actually had a pretty big commitment uh, coming on this fall that might get in the way of, of some coyote trapping. Um, in, in the early season, I may not be able to do the coyote trapping that I wanted to do. Um, which is okay but as I will not I will not and I shall not miss Martin and Fisher trapping that's that's my big thing and I will be ready for that for the first of November I will have all of my boxes out in the woods I'll have a line scattered out I'll have I'll be ready to go traps bait everything uh, rain or shine even if I have to get five hours of sleep a night I'm gonna make it happen But anyway, speaking of making it happen, let's get into the podcast episode. Let's actually talk trapping. So in tonight's episode, I decided to do something a little bit different. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, selling traps on eBay, selling used traps on eBay. Uh, Here, occasionally, uh, people ask, you know, I got some traps to sell to get rid of. Where do I sell them? What's the best place to sell them and and, uh, get a good price and how do I go about doing that and I actually have a fair bit of experience uh, doing this so a lot of people are going to say well you're crazy why would you share information with people and uh, just create more competition for people selling traps on eBay but you know there's a million different things to do and I'm not too worried about a few more people getting on there and selling. Um, if someone really wants to do it, they're gonna figure it out anyway. And the small percentage of people that are willing to put in the work and go through that process, good for you. Um, that's that's not a problem. If I get a few dollars less for traps, I'm certainly okay with that. So uh, anyway, just uh, to give you a, a brief little background, I've been selling traps on eBay for about Ten years now, I guess, and it's it was kind of started out where I wanted to be able to make a few extra bucks, and it I saw it as a pretty good opportunity. Found used traps uh, different from different sources, and got them listed them up on eBay. Uh, made a little bit of money. Was kind of surprised at how much I made, so started doing more and more of it, and I proceeded to make just about every mistake. That you could make selling traps on eBay. So I've learned a lot, and still doing it now. I Actually, uh, listed about eight or ten lots of traps this w- weekend on Friday, I guess, and I'm shipping three boxes out tomorrow morning. So uh, it is it is something that uh, that that is it, it's something that just about anybody can do, and from anywhere in the country. So why would you sell any of your traps anyway? You know, we're all trappers and and a lot of us are, you know, wanting to get more traps, not necessarily get rid of traps, so why would we do that? Well, what I learned is it oftentimes it's a pretty advantageous to go out and purchase traps from people in big lots. And usually what you have is people that got into trapping, they bought a bunch of stuff. They got out of it, they didn't have time, the prices were low. They just I don't know, got tired of it, didn't like it as much as they thought they would, and they get a bunch of traps for sale, sale and they want to sell everything. So that's that's fairly common. You see it quite a bit. And if you go there, oftentimes if you go talk to a guy, you can get a pretty good deal, but they want you to buy everything. And over the years, I've gotten to the point where there's certain traps that I like and there's certain traps that I don't like. And I'm, I started out you know, just getting my hands on whatever I could get for traps because I didn't have any money. I was young. I didn't have much of a you know paying job or anything, going to school. And I wanted a trap, and I didn't have many traps. So that that was kind of my goal. But over time, I've kind of built up a collection of traps. And I started to get to where I could be a little bit more picky about about what I had. And I also developed opinions and thoughts on different types of traps. And I get to the point where, you know, I only wanted this type of trap. And even more and more now, I'm getting to the point where I want to kind of streamline where I have, if I'm going out on the coyote trap line, I'd like to have all similar type traps or even the same type of trap would be ideal. Uh, everything, you know, it's much more efficient. Everything is set the same way. The, the, um, the trap bed is the same size and shape. The, the trap is adjusted the same way. You can have a lot of efficiencies if you can do that. So that's one reason to sell uh, traps, because you can pick up big lots and then you can sort them out. That's kind of what I do. I pick up a big lot from someone, I go through it, I pick out the traps that I want to keep and use, and then the rest of them I sell. The The other thing about this that I learned uh, the hard way last fall was was not to be a hoarder. And I did have a lot of traps that I hung on to, and I didn't do anything with them. And they sit there in the shed, and if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that my first shed burned down on Thanksgiving 2017, and I lost all those traps. They were destroyed. I had about 300 traps that I lost. So that... (laughs) That is one very good argument for uh, not hoarding traps when you could go ahead and sell them. Uh, if you're not using them, do something with them and, uh, and get, them, get them gone. So we should discuss a little bit about the different options for selling traps. If you do wanna sell your traps, uh, I'm gonna go into detail about eBay, but let's talk about the other places that you could sell. You can put an ad in on Craigslist. You can put an ad on in your local paper, or we have something here called the Swap Sell Guide, and we have a couple of other sources like that where, where you could put in an ad weekly, and it goes up on the web, and it goes in this catalog that's printed once a week, and people pick it up. Uh, that's one way to sell them. You can talk to friends and to other trappers, see, see if they might be interested or they know someone who's interested. You can talk to, uh, you can go to conventions. Conventions are a good place to, to sell, set up and be one of those tailgaters. It sets up and has, uh, set your traps out there and try to sell them that way. So there are quite a few different options. Uh, the, the thing about selling on eBay, the, the drawback is it's a fair bit more work the advantage is the prices can be much higher. Uh, but you have to know, you know, you have to know what you have and how to sell it. So the, let me just go through the process of what I do when I'm when I'm gonna get a lot of traps and I'm, I'm gonna sell them on eBay. The first thing I do <clears throat> is I get on eBay and I see what's been selling. And I talked about this in my book, For Profit, talking, going into selling tanned fur pelts on eBay, and I, I talked about how you can uh, do your your research there to see what things have sold for. But very simply, you, you get on eBay.com, and you search for the item that you're you're looking to, to potentially sell. So let's say you have a number one and a half Blake and Lamb coil spring trap, which we have them all over the countryside out here. And you go to, you type that in the eBay search um, bar and you, all of a sudden you get a whole bunch of results for that. Now you're gonna see, um, depending on on what you put in there, what type of trap you're looking for, you're gonna see new traps for sale, you're gonna see used traps, and you're gonna see a bunch of prices. Don't pay much attention to that. That should be the prices that that show up there on on the advertisements on the listings, should be secondary to uh, your what you're looking at. And the reason for that is it doesn't matter what somebody wants for something, what they're asking for, it's what they're getting, what they're selling it for. That's that's really you know what. what where the true price uh, and true value of those traps actually is. So if you are on uh, your desktop computer, your laptop, on the left-hand sidebar on the eBay website, you're gonna see uh, the options for advanced search. And you're going to have a whole bunch of different checkboxes that you can click on. If you click on the checkbox, it'll filter out the search for uh, certain types of items. And the one you're going to go down and click on is Sold Items. So you click on Sold Items, and it's going to pull up all of the items that match your search that have been sold. And, and it's going to tell you the date it sold, and it's going to tell you the price that it sold. That is the market, that is really where it's at. And based on the dates and based on the amounts of numbers of listings that you see, uh, both sold and unsold, you're you're gonna get an idea of whether this thing sells very fast or if it sells slow, and you're gonna get an idea of what prices uh, people are getting. So you look at those listings, you look at the number of traps they had in the lot, you look at when it was sold, what the price was, what condition they looked like they were in, whether it was free shipping or added shipping and so on. Uh, you look through all that stuff and you're gonna go through, you don't wanna look at just one sale because one sale can can be an anomaly. It can be really high, it can be really low. You wanna look at two, three sales uh, or more if you can. If if the item uh, is popular enough to be selling and, and there's enough of them around, and when you look at a few of those, and you kind of, I, I just like to jot down those numbers and, and some details on, on what sold. And you can come up with kind of an average price of what you can expect to get uh, if you are to sell that same item. So you know what you can potentially sell the traps for. Now comes... Uh, the real learning experience and the, the real, this is where the money is made. You have to determine what you can pay for those items to make a profit. So let's say you're, uh, you you uh, go look at a guy's collection of traps. He's got uh, 10 dozen traps, of different types, and you go and research them all and you figure out what you can sell them for and you see what he wants for them. Uh, how do you determine uh, what your profit's gonna be? Well, I can tell you right now, it's not gonna be what you paid for them uh, and, and what you sold them for and the difference between those two numbers. That's not gonna be your profit. And anytime you are looking to do something kind of uh, on, a, on a business level where you wanna make a profit, you have to consider every single expense associated with, uh, with that activity in this case there are quite a few expenses that when when i first started selling buying selling traps i i didn't really think of or quite understand as as uh, closely as i do now or as fully as i do now uh, but now i've gotten to the point where i can i can look at a trap uh a lot of traps and I can determine right off the top of my head pretty much what I can buy them for and, and make a profit. So the first thing I think that you need to uh, determine is once you've figured out what you can sell those traps for, uh, then you need to consider what you want your profit to be. <clears throat> and the first thing I determine is what's the value of my time? So I'm gonna have to go to this guy's place I'm gonna to have to look over the traps, chat with them. Uh, I don't really put much time on that because usually it's great talking with trappers anyway. It's kind of like a free, I, I don't consider that work. But I'm gonna to have to research the traps, see what they're worth, I'm gonna have to look into that. I'm gonna to have to, again, drive over there, drive back. Uh, I'm. W- w- let's say we make the transaction. You know, I got gas money to haul those traps back to my place that, you know, if. The guy's five minutes down the road, not a big deal. But if you want to buy traps on a regular basis, depending on where you live, you're gonna be have to be traveling uh, probably uh, at least you know half hour to an hour each way to to be able to, to pick up lots of traps. So so you've got that. You you can kind of figure that what it what it took to get those traps home. And then you have to list them, and that listing involves, uh, it's a—it's a quite a bit more work than you might think. You have to group those traps together in certain size lots, and we'll go into how to do that and, and how to determine the best way to do that and make the most money uh, if we have time here. And then you have to take pictures of those. You have to describe them. You have to put them up on uh uh, start an eBay listing assuming you already have an account if not you got to start an account set all that up uh, start a listing take the pictures you got to download the pictures onto the the listing add add those in describe everything you got to get a box determine how they're going to be shipped you got to tape up the box um, you got to list them and you got to sit on it now, throughout that process, you're either gonna sell them uh, right away or you're gonna have, you, you could have people make offers. You're gonna go, we can talk about offers. You can go back and forth with people. You're gonna deal with people asking questions about the traps. You're gonna have to answer those questions through eBay messages. And there's gonna be a number of other things and then when they actually sell, you gotta tape them up, print the shipping label, uh, packing slip, and get them in the mail. So there's quite a bit associated with it. And I think uh, if you do a little bit of this, a good th- rule of thumb is just to come up with what you think your time is worth by the hour. And just an arbitrary number. I I figure it, it's kind of a semi-recreational uh, activity anyway and it's done in my spare time. It's not like a real high-level work, task type uh, of thing. So I count my time as... Uh, approximately $15 an hour. I figure if I can return $15 per hour of my labor doing this then it's worth my time and otherwise if it's going to be less than that I might as well do something different. So that's what I do. So, you when you factor all that in, you've got your that that's where your time is associated. You're going to have your raw materials and expenses. That's going to be tape and boxes and packing materials. Then you have your fees. And what a lot of people don't realize is that eBay charges, uh, if you have a whole lot of listings on eBay, you're gonna get charged to put the listing in. If you have less than 30 per month or 30 at any time, uh, you don't have a listing fee. But everything you sell, you pay eBay 10% uh, right off the top of, of that total sale. 10% 10% is eBay's commission for bringing that buyer to you. Now that's not just, that's not it. In addition to that, when the person buys those traps, they're gonna make a transaction through PayPal. That PayPal commission is about 3%, I believe. It's it's some weird calculation, it's like 30 cents plus a certain percentage um, above a certain amount, I I can't remember exactly what it is, but I figure it on about 3% seems to be uh, pretty close. So you're talking 13% off the top. So you subtract your time, you subtract that percentage, and then you factor in what you paid for the traps and what you sold them for, what you can sell them for. Then you're gonna start to get a little closer to what the true profit is. So you need to be careful about that. But but again, there is money to be made. Now, what to buy and what, what to sell. Um, one quick word of advice: uh, eBay has some strange rules with selling traps. There, there's some like strange federal regulation about uh, teeth and jaws and size of jaw spread. So, if a trap has has teeth, or if the jaw spread is greater than five and three eighths inches, eBay does not allow it to be sold. Now. That is kind of a, a bit of a gray area. If you really want to sell a lot of traps, I advise that you, you don't do that. Um, another option uh, while we're at it, um, as far as alternatives and other places that I did not mention is uh, online uh, trapping sites. There are places you can sell traps, uh, not just eBay. And one of those is trapperman.com. There's a trap shed there for, for members of Trapperman and uh, it's really easy to post up an ad in the trap shed and a lot of things that you can't sell on eBay or elsewhere, That's that can be a really good place to sell as well because there's a lot of trappers that look at that. Um, but anyway, these rules are, are strange because these federal regulations really, I mean, it's one of those things that is, it's really not enforced and it's, I don't even know if they're really legitimate regulations, if if they can actually do that when, you know, all the states make these different regulations on trap sizes and, and so on. So uh, it it's kind of a, it's a, it's a weird deal, but basically what happens is you can list those traps, the larger jaw sizes and the teeth. But if somebody sees that you have them and they don't like it, they can flag you. And eBay will automatically remove the listing, so all that effort you went in to put in the listing uh, is basically gone because you can't you can't get that back. So they re- delete the listing and they give send you a warning message that says uh, they don't even give you the benefit of the doubt or give you a chance to appeal it. They just say we get we delete your listing. It doesn't follow policy by the way. If you keep it up, uh, your account could be banned. So um, I've done I've sold. Uh, uh, traps like that in the past and it's ironic because there's tons of people that are selling traps that are technically against ebay's rules and they're doing it without any problems but then other people uh get hit with these uh delistings and and these warnings and stuff so it's something to consider uh when i i'm selling large volumes of traps i may sneak one or two in occasionally that doesn't qualify but uh, for the most part I'm following those rules because it's not worth getting your account shut down even though the rules are are nuts uh, so so that's that's that so make sure when you if you're going out and you're gonna buy a whole bunch of number 14 jump traps uh, eBays probably not the place to sell them uh, people do sell them as antiques but if you're gonna sell a whole bunch of them you know you, you better think of other places uh, aside from eBay to get that done because, uh, you may get shut down pretty quick. Uh, another thing to consider is the, before I forget to mention it is the, the, you may have sales go bad, transactions go bad. So if somebody doesn't Think the item is as described. Now, when when I do my listings, I don't offer returns on used traps just because of the nature of what they are. And and uh, anyway, I actually had I had a guy one time that I've I've had you know 100% positive feedback on 10 years of selling traps, and finally I had this one guy that uh, well, it was about two years ago, I guess, and I bought a set of traps from a guy and. I told him what I could pay for him. He said, "Oh, they're selling for this much on eBay. I've seen it." And I, I and I kind of run him through why I, why, uh, you know, it wasn't that pro- as profitable as he maybe thought it was. So I told him what I could sell him for, and I just basically started to walk away. And he said, "Okay," he sold them to me. So I went and I listed those, and they sold pretty quick. And I made, you know, I had, I was making a pretty good profit on the sale. Well, the guy got them a couple of days later and he just kind of went ballistic on me and said, "These are not as described. Uh, these are the these are the worst looking traps I've ever seen." The really the traps weren't bad at all. Uh, but the guy's just a kind of a, you know, he's you know, certain buyers are really really picky. Um, I actually made a note never to try to never sell to that guy again. But I ended up making it right, be even though I didn't have to offer the return, I ended up making it right because I, I just didn't want to do anything to damage my reputation as a seller of traps. So I let him return the traps and I paid for, I paid for the return shipping. By the time it was all said and done, I lost money on those traps. Um, I actually, you know, I turned around and listed them again, sold them to somebody else who, who was very happy with them. So if if one of those things happens, you you can lose money on a whole lot. So it's something something to consider. Um, but anyway, what what types of traps sell well? Uh, probably the the biggest hot item uh, that I found and I've always made money on. And I've always I've never understood why they were so popular because we've got tons of them out here in the country. And they're really a, a junky trap. They're, they were an old fox trap. They're the number two Victor square jaw. And number two Victor square jaw traps were, were the fox trap back in the 70s and 80s. And when coyotes came around and moved their way up into this part of the country, the coyotes just tore those traps apart. And they, they are no longer really a usable trap up here. Well, I I was picking them up for two bucks a piece. Um, now I'm paying closer to three, and I, I but I was I was picking them up for two bucks a piece, and I turn around and sell them a dozen at a time on eBay for like oh, 75 to eighty five dollars a dozen. It was it was crazy. The the most profitable traps I I've, I've so been able to sell consistently. And I haven't had very many to sell lately. But if you can find number two Victor square jaws, they always sell well. Uh, one of the things that they have become a very popular mink trap. A lot of guys are using them because they get a nice big jaw spread. Uh, the pan's easy to uh, to depress, and they're just the right size to drown a mink. So you know maybe that's what's part of what's going on. Um, maybe just. For some reason, there's there's a following that likes those traps, and they um, there's a certain supply of them and a certain demand, and the man demand is apparently exceeding supply on eBay. So those are good. Uh, anything one and a half's uh, Northwoods Victor Blake and Lamb round jaw, um, the number number two. Number two square jaws, one and three quarters, like Victor Professional. Those those sell good. Uh, the Montgomery step ins sell pretty good. I actually I keep a lot of those. I like I kind of like those traps. Um, uh, those are really the stuff that you're gonna find on the and uh, someone's garage from someone that trapped 20 years ago. Those those sell good, generally. Now. That brings me to another point is you don't want to try to sell new traps on eBay. There's there's very little to no money in it. And there are a lot of people selling new traps. I think there's a, a, a misconception maybe that, well, I can go and buy a whole bunch from Duke uh, and get a get a discount on it and then I can put up a listing and make a bunch of money Selling them on eBay, so buy them wholesale, sell them retail. Uh, There's a lot of competition there, and and what you're going to find is because there's so much of that available, just there's not no barrier to entry. So the guys that are doing what I'm doing, uh, I'm limited by the number of people, number of traps I can find out in the country, and I'm not going to drive four or five hours to do that. And there's only you know once every few months someone's going to have traps available, and I'm going to find out about it and and I'm gonna make a deal, be able to make a deal with them, and come to the right price. So that limits the supply. So th- they, the fact that the new traps have no unlimited supply, you know, you can, they're making them every day. Uh, really, that that makes it so that the barrier to entry in that market is very low, and anybody, almost anybody, can do it anybody with a little bit of money so people are basically just undercutting each other and the lowest you know it's kind of like a a race to the bottom and the thing about the race to the bottom as Seth Godin often says is you might win so I would not recommend or advise selling new traps on eBay uh, unless you have a better way of doing it than I uh, can think of so those, those traps sell well, the, the, those used uh, foothold coil springs that are, they're not necessarily making them anymore. Or if they are, they're in limited quantity. Uh, Conobears, body grips sell good. The old Victor bears are easy to find. They're all over the place in my experience. And they seem to sell pretty well. Like I can take. Usually, the 330s have been pretty slow lately. With the last couple years, that overall the trap prices have gone down, as you might expect, with the lower fur market. But for a while there, I was able to sell uh, the old Victor Conibear 330s with you know pretty weak springs, and I I tell people I make it pretty clear in in the listing that you know what they are and what the condition is. And I was able to sell them for almost the price that I could buy brand new 330s. So it was, you know, it's crazy not to, you know, sell those and, and go ahead, turn around and pay a couple bucks more and, and have brand new traps. Um, I, I do do a fair bit of that as well. So, three Bears 330s, 220s, 160s, 110s, 120s uh, all sell pretty well. Um, just basically things, in, and the thing with used traps because of the limited supply and that the demand it, traps, used traps are the most liquid thing I that you can buy and sell on eBay. As far as I can tell, it's just it's amazing how much I sell a lot of stuff, and and I tried. My wife sells. She's got. Uh, a little eBay store. She has like 300 listings and I only have a few different listings, but I look at what she sells and then I look at what I sell traps and moose antlers. That's primarily uh, what I try to sell and then whatever else uh, I can get my hands on that, or, or I see that I, I think will sell. But traps and moose antlers are the two things that I found that get the most views, the most watchers, and they always sell. Uh, you may not always get rich often, but they always do sell. So it, it's uh, it's pretty cool. There there's always an opportunity there. Now there's two different markets you can sell into with in in this used trap on eBay thing. Uh, you can sell into the collector market, and to do that, you you're basically looking at selling like wall hanger traps, and usually those are going to be your more rare traps, uh, these, the the like the number the number one jump traps of certain brands that are harder to find. Uh, some people will actually clean those old traps up, and make them look nice, and then sell them. and you And that's basically a selling one trap at a time type deal. And what you're going to get into is, and and this is a common theme that I'm I'm going to tell you. Uh, That's going to make a difference between profit and loss, and that is shipping. And when you're selling one trap at a time, the the shipping cost is going to be pretty overwhelming. So that is going to be something someone's going to have to way overpay in order to get their hands on that trap because the shipping's going to cost as much as the trap or at least half as much as the trap. Anything over a pound, you're looking at least $9, $10 uh, to to ship, just a regular uh, first class package. The the thing with those single selling one trap at a time is you're only dealing with a collector market and or a wall hanger market, so trappers are kind of out of the equation. So if I can, I wanna be able to sell to, to uh, either both markets or uh, sell to the trapper market, because I'm able to sell traps that are not necessarily collectibles and to sell large quantities of traps at one time. So how do you do that? How do you make sure that you are, the the buyer's getting the most value and you are getting the most profit in the US Postal Service uh, or FedEx or UPS is not making all that profit. The the thing you need to do in order to achieve this is to um, maximize the value and minimize the amount of shipping costs per trap. And there's, there's two, we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about basically two different things here. Um, when you talk about lotting traps, so we're gonna, lotting traps is putting traps in different lots to get the most money Uh, as opposed to just randomly throwing a bunch of traps together and listing them. So what I often do is I'll get a whole bunch of traps, and I will split them all up, sort them all out by by brand and and type and size and everything. And then I'll see how many I have for for each of those type, brand, and size. And I will then uh, determine whether I will sell them, or whether I'll set them on the shelf and wait until I get another lot of traps and see if I can match something similar to those. So there's two reasons to do this. Uh, Number one is a buyer is usually looking for a certain item or a certain type of trap. If they're looking for number two victors and you've got a lot of a pile of traps there and you've got one and a halves and you've got a, a couple of ones and five or six twos and then you've got a three, uh, the buyer's going to look at that and and maybe not necessarily get excited about that because they really only wanted the number twos. Now, if I get a listing right beside yours and I have a dozen number twos and they all look the same, uh, they're going to tend to pay more money for my listing uh, and to buy those traps from me instead of from you. So that's something to think about. Anytime you can get a uniform group, uh, always do that. Now, that was the first consideration of lotting. The second consideration is within that uniform group, how can you minimize the shipping cost per lot? And the magical thing about selling traps on eBay, and if this didn't exist, we probably wouldn't be able to do it, it's called the U.S. Postal Service Priority Mail Flat Rate Box. Priority Mail Flat Rate Box. Um, That is the one and only way to economically ship traps because the flat rate allows you to ship uh, an unlimited weight as long as you can fit it in the box. And as you know, traps made of steel, very heavy, some of the most expensive things to ship. So a lot of people are think, well, it's not worth shipping traps, um, so why would I sell them online? They cost too much to ship. Priority mail, flat rate box. There are two uh, sizes of boxes and types that I use primarily, and I ship the majority of my traps in. They're the medium flat rate box and the large flat rate box, and those are the the ones I use are the ones that are like this the rectangular shape. Uh, I think the large is like I don't know ten by ten by five and a half inches tall or something like that, and the medium's uh, a little bit smaller than that. The the large flat rate box the retail price on that is $18.85 ships anywhere in the country within either 2 or 3 days from from where i'm at some places maybe you get it in one day but 2 to 3 day shipping anywhere in the country heavy box 1885 the medium box is 1365 i believe now if you have an eBay account and you're listing on eBay you can get a little better price uh, on that shipping, which which really helps. So um, some people, you know, try to nickel and dime and say, well, retail might be eighteen eighty five, but I know you're you're only paying. Oh, I think it's like seventeen something. Um, it's like yeah, it's close to seventeen that that I pay to ship that through the eBay with the eBay discount. Well, yeah, that might be true, that I'm I'm getting a little bit of a discount, so what, I'm making a dollar on you on shipping, but I'm buying really high-quality tape and heavy. That's another consideration, and we'll go into that in a minute, is, is uh, securing and packing the traps, but I'm spending a lot of money on tape. I'm printing off packing slip, I'm printing off shipping label. Um, all of those things are cost. Uh, and I consider get you know when I get that eBay shipping discount, it just kind of helps uh, to defray some of those costs. So it is it is a good advantage. But anyway, the large flat rate box, you can get I uh, I you know you can get creative about how you fit traps in. I try not to spend too much time on it. You can actually zip tie them open, and uh, for coil spring traps and do that. I do ship uh, one. 220's and 160's and 330's I ship with the springs compressed that's because I can fit more in the flat rate box so just off the top of my head I could be wrong on some of this stuff but I'll give you an idea Uh, 330's I can fit three of them in a large flat rate box uh, with springs compressed without the springs compressed you can't fit them hardly at all so that's uh, 18 bucks to ship three so it's a little expensive but it's you, you won't get it anywhere near that cost anywhere else. 220s, I think a, lo- uh, a medium box I can get four. A large box I can get, oh, I think it's five or six. Something like that. It might be a little more. 160s, I think. Uh, I think I can get five or six in a medium box and maybe seven or eight in a large box one twenties is around 16 in a large box. One tens. I think I can fit almost uh, one time. I got two dozen in there. I don't know how I did it, but it's usually like uh 20, 22 uh, I can fit in a large box. Some one tens depending on the brand. I think I've only had fit being able to fit 17 or 18 of them in one, one lot one time. Uh, Coil springs, number two victors, you should be able to get the one one and three quarter and number two traps, coils. You should be able to get a dozen, um, no problem in a large box. And I oftentimes I'll sell just sell a dozen. Uh, sometimes I have more and I'll put 14 of them in. Usually, I don't know if I can fit 14 twos, but I know I can fit 14 or 15 one and a halves. So a dozen to 14 in those. uh, A few less in the mediums. uh, Number twos in a medium box, I think I can fit like six of them. So that just gives you an idea. Now, if you don't have the correct number, the maximum number of the similar size and type trap to fit in a flat rate box, you're losing money. You're going to get a lower price because people are going to see the shipping cost is half the cost of the trap. So why would I... Why would I buy them? So that is, that is definitely something that's gonna be the difference between profit and loss when you're selling traps on eBay. Packing, absolutely the flat rate boxes, um, they carry a lot of weight, but traps have sharp edges and they're very heavy and they bounce around a lot. I actually, I pack them pretty tight so I don't put any packing materials or paper or anything in them like I do in other things I ship. But I make sure to tape the box very, 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 very well and with very heavy-duty tape. I've had boxes when I was out in Montana. I had a buddy ship out all of my traps in flat-rate boxes, and I I got like 10 or 12 boxes full of traps, and every one of them was just almost destroyed, falling apart when it got to Montana. So they don't handle these boxes very gently. So you, you need to take that in consideration. And tra- uh, I used scotch, uh, heavy-duty scotch shipping tape. And it's expensive. Buy it in packs of six rolls. And we go through a lot of it, but it's worth every penny. Um, it holds together. And I tape. I tape every seam. I tape the whole upper part of the box. It's all... Is basically going to be almost all covered in tape in the same way with the bottom of it. So uh, a good portion of that box is going to be covered in heavy-duty tape. It kind of creates an extra layer of strength for that cardboard. So you always want to make sure you do that. Tape them up really, really good. Pack them and ship them in the most economical way possible. Now, finally, how do we actually make the listing? What type of listing do we make? eBay, there's a lot of different variations and different things you can do in listings. It can get confusing. Uh, I try to keep it pretty simple over time. eBay's changed so many different things, but I try to do things pretty much the same. If you're really confident, um, it, one thing is the this is going to be very seasonal. So in this time of year, in depends on the time of year. In July, June, May, June, July is really slow for selling traps. And then starts August is fairly slow. September starts to pick up a little bit. October really picks up. October, November, and things sell really, really fast. Sometimes, like, if I have a weekend in October and I list a bunch of traps, uh, I could I will have offers or have sold the majority of them just in the course of the weekend there's that many people that are out there looking looking around for traps to get ready for trapping season. So uh, that's one thing to consider, is the seasonality of, of when things sell and just make sure you know what to expect. Don't expect things to sell overnight in June. But how are you gonna create your listing? So eBay, when it started out, everything was just auction. So you'd have like a seven day auction you can actually choose a bunch of different variations on the length of the auction. You can even do a one-day auction now. So you can do one, three, I think I think it's one, three, five, seven, and ten, something like that. Maybe not five. I can't even remember. But I, as I've gotten more experience in selling traps on eBay. When you start out and you know there's a lot of demand for a certain type of trap, oftentimes it's a good to put up an auction because the auction will tell you you know, what it really is, is worth and what it's going for. If there's a lot of demand, there's gonna be a lot of buyers, a lot of bidders, and they're gonna tell you what the thing's worth and there's a lot of upside potential there. The problem with the auction is you may not get a very good price and you may end up losing a lot of money. It's pretty risky. I I've I've, uh, I've lost a lot of money on auctions in the past. But if you don't really know what the thing's worth and or you just need it to sell no matter what, you can put up an auction. As you get more comfortable, you know, I've kind of I've sold enough of certain types of traps. I know what they're going to sell for and how long it's usually going to take. And now almost all of my listings are 7-day uh, or 30 day buy it now, 30 day buy it now, or best offer. And what I do is I, I look at what has been sold in the past, oftentimes it's stuff that I've listed and I've sold and I'm selling it again and I look back and see what it sold for. And I'll put up the listing and I will compare the two lots if they're similar, I'll put up a very similar price but I'll go like five or $10 more and then allow a bet, allow best offers for that item. So uh, potentially, sometimes people won't even bother offering you. They want it right away, and they don't want to lose out on it, and they will immediately buy, and you'll get the $5, 10 extra. That's extra profit. Um, sometimes it, people say, oh, that's crazy. You'll get a lot of lowball offers. Don't even, don't even consider them. Just reject them right away. I actually have settings where if it's too low, it automatically gets rejected, and I don't even have to see it. But the ones that are close I want to look at and it's just going to depend how long it's been listed, whether I'm still going to make a profit, whether I need cash flow and need to make some sales. And sometimes, you know, if the offer looks reasonable, I will accept it and make the sale. So it's kind of a, it's a game where you get experience over time. You kind of build up your confidence and you're able to get a better feel on the market and what you're going to get. Sometimes I'll, I'll, put up a, a lot of traps and like the first day immediately I get two or three offers and, and they're all pretty low and I'm like well if I had that much interest in the first day or two then I'm not worried about being able to sell these that they're going to sell so I just reject the offers and, and wait for more to come in but if you go a week or two and you have no in, very little interest then you know maybe you want to consider lowering, lowering your price and and uh, trying other uh, other options, but you'll learn that sometimes if I get something like, I had some number zero jump traps, which by the way those sell really well if you can find them, and I had quite a few of them, and I didn't see a lot of prior sales of those, and I wasn't really sure what they were worth, and I put I put them up for at a few lots of them, and I put up a lot at auction I think I had a dozen of them I put on auction and they they sold they were all the same brand I think they're Oneida jumps and they sold for like 95 bucks at auction I was just I was just blown away at how well how much they sold for and if I would have just listed it as a buy it now I probably would have put it I probably put would have put like 55 sixty dollars or best offer. So sometimes there's some upside to putting putting up the auction. If you're not quite sure, confident on the price, but you think there could be some upside and, and there could be a lot of interest, then, uh, then go for it. So hopefully those uh, tidbits, I know that was pretty scattered all over the place, but um, hopefully that helped you get a little better understanding of buying and selling traps on ebay buying traps in the country selling them on ebay um, if there's one or two of you out there that hears this and decides to pursue it and you're able to make a few extra bucks and, and improve your situation in life based on this information I think that's awesome so glad to help you out and I hope it was helpful and for the rest of you hopefully it was somewhat interesting to hear about how that all works and if you are looking for used traps, mm, eh, you may not. You may want to buy them on eBay, but you're probably going to pay more than you could pay if you found someone down the road that had them for sale or went to a convention. I've actually bought traps at conventions quite a few times. Most conventions I've gone to, I've at least bought one or two lots of traps and turned around and sold them on eBay for pretty good profit. So, uh. That 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 might be your route, but if if you're a trap buyer, eBay, eh, maybe not. But if you got some extra traps, to sell some inventory, some stuff that you know is sitting around and you're not using, go ahead and turn that into cash, man, and and uh, use that money to buy some other trapping supplies or some other traps. So, I hope this was useful. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. If you want to support trapping today? Buy a copy of Fur Profit Trapper's Guide to the Modern Fur Market. I also talk in that book about selling fur on eBay, selling tanned fur. So, that is uh, something another thing to consider to add a little bit of income um, and provide a little bit of uh, extra spending money for your trapping habit. (laughs) And until next time, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Keep talking trapping, thinking trapping. Trapping season is just around the corner. And hope you have a great night, great weekend, great week. And we'll talk to you in the next episode.